and more tune for your head top. So watch how you speak on my name, you know? Welcome back. You were listening to another episode of the Keep the Change podcast. Drake bringing us in from the More Life album. You can tune into that wherever you want to. You're Free in, smoke. You are draking it up at the moment, eh? Yeah, mate. Got the Tesla now, <laughs> yeah, you know, cranking in that. <laughs> yeah. Big fan, big fan. I, I put a really cool thing from Drake uh, a decade on on Instagram. So I don't cool. know if you saw oh, it. Yeah. yeah. Where he's got his photo on the outside of a Virgin plane, I think. <laughs> Economy class, and now he's got his own jet. <laughs> yeah, 10 years later, it's like Air Drake. <laughs> Jesus, man. They just think bigger in America, don't they? Mm-hmm. Mate, this episode today, we're going to be talking about one extra each year. It was actually a topic that you sort of raised, or you did raise, and I think we've both got different decisions, conversations, and ideas around what this means. So do you want to kick us off? Yeah, so... Um, I never even thought about to bring it up as a topic, but something that I do is I don't really do like, I'm not really into like New Year's resolutions or anything like that. I'm into like running my business. I've got goals to meet long term. <laughs> I'm into running my business. <laughs> I've got Studying the homicide rate <laughs> in Singapore. Sorry. I've got goals to meet long term. I've worked out a few things that I want and I've got blinkers on most of the time. But because I'm like that, I... I always, each year, I never choose throughout the year, but at the end of the year, I've always bumped into something that's interests me. Like in mm. 2020, it was to learn about what Bitcoin was, and I put a lot of effort into that. And at the start of the year, I say to myself, right, this year, the one thing that's outside my comfort zone, outside my blinkers, the one thing that I'll put some of my spare time into, I'm going to learn it and go hard at it. Um this year it was how to short the share market and learning about how uh, you know short positions work and um, the back end behind it. So I did a lot of research into that. And the year before it was how bonds work. So I've done Bitcoin, bonds, shorting the share market. And all of these have been related back to trying to grow my personal net worth. Um, but I've learned some really cool side skills and things along the way that will that I'll take forever. So it's like adding a, adding one skill a year outside of the skills that I need to keep improving my business and my work. Gotcha. Um, and it's been a really good thing for me because um, I wouldn't do it otherwise. I'd just work. So you don't pick it from the start. You just, you kind of let something come to you and you think, you know what, like maybe that's the thing I'm going to learn or yeah, like the extra, so, one extra. So the thing for the, for 2022 was to learn about how shorts work and short squeezes and all this kind of shit and I put a lot of effort into it in my spare time and at night and when I'm not working and things like that and learnt about it and during this year something will come up that interests me, maybe five things will come up and at the end of the year I'll pick one and roll with that next year. Gotcha. So then you'll do that thing instead of, like studying that instead of watching some shitty documentary series you never intended on watching, but you're filling up your time because you're like, fuck it, why not? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. so then I just go into like focus, like I finish my focus zone at work <laughs> and I'm like, right, I've done for the day, I've achieved what I need to achieve there to achieve those goals. Now I'm going to go learn about this. This thing. Yeah. The 
Shorting that you mention, a lot of people probably won't understand, but that is when you effectively bet that the a stock market or an ETF or the price of oil or something you're shorting it means you're expecting it to go down. Correct. So you're betting yeah. that and it will go get, down. And then you actually get paid on that. So And you doing this has taught me something because I remember you were going down this path. You're like, I'm going to start learning about this. And I thought, oh, I've always been interested in that. I think about it from a gambling perspective where you can lay a horse. It's the same thing where instead of a horse winning, you can go, you know what? I don't think it's going to win. So therefore you can bet against me and you can take the odds that it won't win. So you can effectively short a horse. And That's every what it is. Race. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. So I'm like, I get the concept, yeah. but I don't know it in the, and I know it in the gambling world, but I don't know it in the investing world. And then I think a couple of weeks later, you were like, oh, I've learned that you can do it on sharesies. Yeah. Uh, holy shit. So I, I went into like, I went into this <laughs> deep learning zone about the back end of how it all works. And then I found out after all of this research, it was actually good because I wanted to understand the structure of what a short actually is. So I know what I'm doing with my money. I need a bit of that before I can pull the trigger on certain things like that sometimes. But yeah, then I found these products on, on sharesies that it's not, a, an actual short position that I own and hold, but it's kind of a, a derivative version of it, and it does it achieves pretty much the same result. And I fucking log into my phone, and when I want to place a short position, I just click the button, and it's done. Wow! So yeah, it was pretty cool. So the concept is to find one thing each year that you choose. Effectively, you choose to really hone in on understanding that. Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't have to be. Um, <laughs> this sounds funny, but like a few years ago, I think it was 2019, it was to really understand how fuel injection works because I couldn't get it through my head. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Yes. I was just laughing at the text I got. <laughs> so, like, fuel next, so next year, next do I, year, do I have that in my Tesla? <laughs> you Sorry. definitely don't. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so you know, like. It could be anything that you want to add to your life skill. I'm going to have, you know, if I'm lucky, I'm going to have 70 or 80 years on the planet and I might have 50 extra things that I've learned really well in that time that I can share with people later on when I choose to and stuff like that and I will enjoy having them as skills and knowledge along the way. Might even be, you know what, first aid course. You don't have any first aid skills, I want to plug that gap. Yeah. One year of study, or after work, might even only take six weeks or whatever, but that's, yeah. you've got it for the rest of your life. Yeah, like I just look at it and be like, right, a, a year is enough to do something part-time to be uh, above average at it, I believe. So, and then I'm doing my other job, mortgage broking and running the company full-time with big, like 10, 20-year yard lines on mm. that one, um, but adding these little things on the side. Plus it keeps me a bit sane. Because it's quite hard. Like I really like the mortgage space, and I enjoy the banking and the debt and the credit and how that works. And being able to like switch that off sometimes and go and focus on something completely different is quite nice. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think it's a good idea to. I don't know. It's been really good for me. Well, I think that both of us really like learning, and we know the value of learning and and how much it helps you, right? Yeah. So maybe that's part of it. And I think if I chose five things at the start of the year, I I would only do it. I wouldn't finish the year. Yes. Good I point. Think, I think two, two is too many for me. Yeah. And it depends. You might be a really good learner and absorbing stuff, but fuck, man, I have to draw pictures for myself sometimes to try and figure out how some things work. Like I'm a slow, like need. I can't. I can't scan books and stuff. Like I read quite slow. Mm. I'm getting better at it. Like I'm on. 
three, three and a half speed on podcasts and shit now, which has oh. been a lifesaver because, yeah. fuck, I can't read fast. So you thank God for audio books and shit. I, um, I heard from a resilience coach on the weekend. Our brains consume 15,000 data points every day. And I think it's five times more than only three generations ago. So that means that there's so much data hitting our... And, but we haven't evolved massively, right? But two things. Either one, people before us were highly unproductive yeah, <laughs> uh, and not uh, ready. Or in two or three generations' time, they're going to look back and go, holy fuck, man, those people, though that, that age group, they were really consuming a lot of shit and didn't realise how damaging that was for them, which would be interesting to see where it goes. But I do think... Both probably. Well, <laughs> I think... Yeah, and also you said the answer. You said that, and this is what I believe to be what I often see a lot of people do wrong because I've done this wrong and now I can look back at it and go, no wonder, no wonder I made no traction. Pick five things. Doesn't work. Pick one thing. Does work. Mm. Get get your main shit going. Get your job going. Get your business going. Get your thing that works going really well. Get it going to 120%. And then fuck around with one thing on the side. And I think that's where... You know, there'll be some people listening to this will go, so you guys are now telling me just, just to learn something else or just add something else in. But we know that we can, we know when we either do or don't have the capacity to do that, right? Yeah, that's a big part of it, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you can't just keep, like it, yeah, you have to be careful not to read it, listen to that and hear it the wrong way because if you just keep, you can't just add and add and add and expect everything to be okay. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. Um, you have to make sure that the capacity is available to do it, but also not having not ex, not use an excuse and not mm. use the capacity that is available because you're not being productive enough to do it. <laughs> I went to a business conference on the weekend, and there were two types of people, and one of them is people much like myself and much like my older self, because I feel like I've graduated a little bit. And they are, hey mate, what do you do? Oh, I've um. You know, I've got I've got an accounting business. Uh, I also run like this thing on the side. I'm developing an app. Uh, I'm trying to build a SaaS model to sell to fucking Africa. Uh, and then, oh, on the weekends as well, I run a laundromat. And you're <laughs> like, oh, okay. So you've got like five things on the go. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that one pays for that one, and then that one over there kind of you know leads into that one. But that one just is sort of a long term project. What if you spend the next five years? Growing laundromats to as big as you possibly could, and all of a sudden your income's one point five million. And then the other people yeah. that were there, hey mate, what do you do? Oh mate, I run a marketing agency. Oh yeah, what what else? No, nothing. Nah, been doing what? that for twenty five years, mate. It's boring. Yeah. <laughs> what what do you do there? Oh, we have three products. Yeah. Yeah. This this and this. Oh okay, shit. How how we? Oh yeah, we're in Christchurch. We're in. Auckland, we're in Wellington. Like, oh wow, okay, and <laughs> and I'm minted. <laughs> yes, exactly. And you know, like I, I took it took me so many years to bump into these different people along my business journey to go like, ah, oh, less is more, less is more, less is more. Like, mm. it's so easy to just add on another thing without mastering the first thing. So now the way I sort of run my life is, I my eighty percent of how I do shit should still be able to beat my competitors with them giving a hundred and ten percent. So then I have to outsmart them with everything they're doing. Mm-hmm. So five years later, for instance, this week, my old employer. Oh, we're launching a podcast. Excellent. Brilliant. You know? Brilliant. <laughs> Fuck. I was trying to help them with marketing when I was employed there. Right, right, mate, you go and sit down and do your fucking time sheet and do your accounts. What would you know about marketing, mate? 
five years later, you know? Oh, I'm, that's good. I'm 700 deep into podcasts. Yeah, I'm yeah. not even joking. I've done over 700 podcasts, you know? Yeah. And so my 80% should be beyond 110 of my competitors. So I've got to keep a little bit of an eye on what are they doing so that I can still outsmart them, play the game better, study more, figure out where do I need to go next, where do we need to take next advisory, what else do I need to be thinking about, where do we manoeuvre this. Mm. They'll figure it out, they'll come They'll come in five years' time. i got, I got a big window before they sort of think about it. But you can't get too cocky. But then that gives me 20% spare capacity to go, what else can I play around with? Mm. But as an example, someone messaged me today, hey mate, um, just sh- thought I should let you know, if you want to make some money, you should be looking at XYZ stocks. Old Luke's brain would have gone, he goes two hours. <laughs> Let's roll. Bang. You know, I'm like, I never heard of that. Mm, how yeah. much money is there to be made? What does that mean? I'm on YouTube, I'm searching it, and I'm having a look, and I'm like, cool, man, all the best with that. Because back to my 80 and my 20, my 80, I know that I can make coin over there, so I don't need to go and learn about that fucking mm. whatever thing. I don't have the capacity for that and right now, but my other 20% is being used for other things. But yeah. I really like the concept, yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Like I can't the one thing that I that I pick after it has to fit the timeline that I've got, which is one year, and it has to fit the hours that I allow myself to not be doing either my other business, so it can't affect my other business and it can't take up my spare time that I want to spend, you know, on a boat fishing or with my girlfriend or whatever, you know, so it has to fit into a certain thing. So I'm not gonna say my one thing this year is to create the new Facebook because that's just, to yeah. me, that's stupid. It's going to be, it's more that's about... That's your whole f- life. Yeah, for me, it's it's more about building like a knowledgeable skill piece that I can add to my arsenal, put in my background once I've learned. And, and I also seem to choose things that I think will probably be around for a long time. Mm. Um, like fuel injecting. <laughs> <laughs> that might not be actually. Yeah. Fuck, mate, the way you buy Tesla, I don't know, they sell them in 15 minutes. <laughs> I actually said to the guy, is this the fastest someone's ever brought a Tesla? And he said no, and I was sort of like, fuck, damn it. Like, kind of wound me up now. That's so good. I don't know if I want it. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I just think... Um, there's so much to learn, though. This is the beautiful thing. Yeah, you can't learn everything. Yeah. And there's no point trying. Yeah. Um, we have Google at our fingertips, so... Something that's too small is not worth it because you can just look it up. I think, um, uh, I actually think Google is is underused. Yes, people ask questions because they feel like they need like a affirmation from a real person or something. Where you can just Google it. Man, I've told so many people just Google it. And, just Google uh, it to start with. People be like, it didn't go down well. <laughs> nah. Didn't go down well. Nah, I think you can use that more. So. Yeah, the things that I'm talking about are the one things that I pick. Like, I've given you some examples of the things that I've learned. But, you know, like one year, um, it was learning. I really like cars in perfect condition, so the paint is immaculate, right? So I decided I wanted to learn how to detail a car. But I got into the point where I was learning about how photo reflects off angles in the clear coat. That's what creates the shine. And, like, I've gone right through the process of how many layers of paint are on a car, like it's, uh, <laughs> but if I, if you want me to to do your car up, it I could do it. It would cost you two grand in a weekend, but it would be fucking better better than what it comes out from the dealership. And this week's podcast is sponsored by O Eight Hundred. Do you have a bit on? <laughs> <laughs> but it's dial in. So like these are things that I 
that I do one year on, and then I've got them forever. Mm. Like I know that I'll be able to detail a car in twenty years and still do a really good job because I put effort into learning it, learning about the tools that you need, learning about how paint works, how it heats up and cools down when you're buffing it, and everything, yeah. mate. Like almost scientific about it, and it's the same almost. thing. Almost, <laughs> but it's the same thing when I learned about the bond market and learn about Bitcoin and learn about how shorts work, and mm. so I go through and I just allow myself that year, and at the end of the year. I never ever say I haven't learned enough. I need to do another year. I'm like on to the next one. That's nice. It. Yeah. I think for a lot of people, this will be very applicable to the well-being type of space because there's you could sauna, but you can go down a, a year rabbit hole learning that. How many times should you? Shouldn't you? Oh, there's different research in different countries. You know, I've gone down that rabbit hole a bit, and I'm just like, why don't I just do what feels good for me? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, maybe I should have a cold shower as well. Oh, there's a there's a whole other chapter there of like, oh, fuck, that's really good for you. And what does that do? And then do you know how many calories that burns? And oh, well, if you, you know, you better eat enough to be able to recover those. Then or you need then cryo it's, as well so you can ice and. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's, oh, do you want the hot rock sauna or do you want the infrared? And I'm like, oh, what's the difference between that? And then it's, oh, that water's not cold enough in the shower. You want to, oh, how long should you stay in the cold, uh, cold shower for? And then it's, oh, mate, do you do any Wim Hof? I'm like, fucking who's Wim Hof? <laughs> the breathing. <laughs> like, oh, shit. No, nah, man, I was. You know, to be honest, I still don't even really uh, know how to breathe that well myself because one time when I went to a physio, she said to me, do you breathe through your mouth or your nose? I said, well, my mouth, of course. And she said, well, you're a fucking idiot. You should breathe through your nose. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like, oh, really? And she says, people that breathe through their mouth use 33% more energy than people who breathe through their nose. I thought, she said, here's a whole book. You should read this. You're going to need this in your life. I thought, someone's written a book about breathing you through have, your nose? I think you do have to be careful and weigh up like the... The costs and opportunity cost of yeah. these things because <laughs> yeah but I guess what I'm trying to say is that you pick something learn a lot about it except that other people may not care but pick something that's going to improve your life that's the other thing this is for me yeah and for me only and I ain't going to detail my fucking car mate I'll tell you that nah, much I know <laughs> but, but I tell you what if I needed to know I know I could ring you and be like mate why does why why can't I see myself in my Tesla? <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, well, actually, because the off coat is now under. And there's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But it's a, yeah, I mean, that's a little bit of a curse. Like I go to a car show and I'll walk around with Taylor, my partner, and I'll be like, look at that, there's bog in there. <laughs> it's like the on show, you know. She's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't unsee it. Yeah. One thing I heard over the weekend, which I thought was really cool, and I, I think about this quite a lot, and I got taught this concept, and I probably only learned this a couple of years ago, and it is, Try and every now and then just do the reverse of what you do. Do the exact opposite. So if you're like a massive, you know, like gym, sauna, Wim Hof, bloody breathing exercises, meditation for half an hour, and, and before you know it, four hours of your morning's gone, but you're like, nah, man, this is what you got to do every day. Like if that's you, one day go, you know what, fuck that. Just get up and just like get straight into work. See what happens. Yeah, and just always test sort of the reverse. And so this person was saying every year they have a rule with their partner they have a big party annually. They celebrate something and have fun, like they have to every month in their relationship. But then every year they're like, let's have a big party. So they either go to a an event or a Coachella or they host it themselves or they just have a big bender basically. But then, <laughs> then they said, but then one of our other rules for our relationship was do the exact opposite. So basically they have a, a weekend or a one time of the year where they just basically do absolutely nothing and just completely chill out and... And a lot of people will be like, oh, well, you just chill out. Like, that's normal. But it's the it's actually the concept. It's not what, like, they've just applied it to that. But they're scheduling in a weekend where they just do absolutely nothing. But I think it's a 
it's something that I learned is if you're always doing something or you go to the extreme one way, try and go to the extreme the other. So for me, for instance, I don't watch horror or like I think at the moment there's some Jeffrey Dahmer or something, I don't know, thing on Netflix. And I, th- I think that's his name. I don't know. Fuck but, knows, mate. <laughs> but I think it's about murder and shit. I might not even be right. But I like I just think it's got a negative connotation to it. And so Taz said to me, should we chuck that on? Like everyone's talking about it. And I'm like, oh, I think it's real negative. Like, fuck, I don't know if I need that in my life right now. Like at the end of the day, like, Ugh, yuck. And so I really try and hard to stay away from that shit because I'm like, what good can that bring to my life? But every now and then I get into a situation where I have to watch something like that. And quite often on the other side of it, I'll be like, fuck, that was really interesting, eh? It was entertaining, interesting. And it didn't ruin me as much yeah. as I thought it was, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I, think I, it's guess, just a, it's I guess you have to concept. be careful to not overthink stuff. Yeah. Well, mate, I'll, I'll um, share with you, this is my big reveal, um, what I'm going to do for 2023. And I've actually started the process. So I think also you could... There might be something inside of you that you think you can nail. And I think that maybe choose that thing to work on and get mm-hmm. better at that. Now, as a young fella, I was uh, uh, I won a speech-making competition at school. And then it was expected, like, you should go into the debating team. And I'm like, that don't sound very cool, man. I'm already not very well-liked. I'm a bit of a geek, and I'm not going through puberty for another 10 years. So I don't <laughs> think I should get in the debating team either. So I didn't do that. But then when, like, podcasting and stuff came around, I thought, Oh, this is this is my alley. Mm. This is all good. And we were talking about this before we hit record. That's so why I was like, let's do this pod now because we're kind of going down this path. And podcasting has, and keep the change has allowed me to get better skills at telling stories and think about engaging an audience and explaining things in a way that people will be able to understand it. And we were reflecting on that, and you basically said the exact same thing, right? Where you're like, shit, you're starting to become more polished with how you do things because you're practicing it when you know that you're talking to people but you don't really know like who yeah but you're telling the same stories you're thinking about the stuff and you're structuring it and then you're thinking about it before we come and sit down and do it and I've always thought that if I was to have a job that wasn't accounting and all this stuff I thought maybe I'd just be a speaker maybe that'd be a cool job to have and one day I spoke to a, a strengths coach and I said, she said, what's like a long-term goal for you? And I said, you know what, I'm probably going to speak to 50,000 people one day. She said, oh yeah, which arena would you do that in New Zealand? And I was like, uh, I don't know, like Eden Park said it doesn't hold 50,000 people. Yeah, like, that's a good point. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I have to ruin my fucking dream. Like, what are you doing here? And she's like, so you might want to think about how you're actually going to be able to put this together. And I was like, oh yeah, well, okay, that's cool. Anyway, I've always had this belief from like, I could be, maybe I could do this as a full-time job if I wanted to, if I wanted to, being the key thing. But sometimes, when I say sometimes, very regularly I say to myself as an affirmation, you are the best keynote speaker in New Zealand. And a number of years ago I thought, well, you can't really just roll around saying that. You've actually got to get better at speaking. You've got to get good at it. And I just wing it. And often I'll get asked to speak, sometimes I get paid, and sometimes I'll do presentations and things, and I think, I'm going to really prepare for that, and I don't, and I just wing it. Yeah. Because I think, I know that I can, and I know, again, that my 80% is probably going to be someone's 110%, which is just because I've got a natural ability, and it's and it's probably a little bit of luck, really, and, and also learning some things along the way. I went to a Toastmasters, for instance, and I thought, Jesus, I probably shouldn't be here. This is, uh, there's a lot of people struggling to speak, and... 
I just got up on the spot and, ha- and had a yarn. They give you a topic and say, basically, talk about this for two minutes. I'm like, yeah, fucking happy day. You go for 20 if you want. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, can you please leave, mate? And anyway, I had a reminder. I put a reminder on my phone because I'm like, Luke, you're not actually doing anything about this. Acting. Yes. And so I put a reminder on my phone. And it says, how are you going to speak better? And this was bef- this was actually before podcast. This is quite old. This is probably like BGP podcast. I'm just getting into it. And then obviously now we've got Next Advisory, the Keep the Change stuff. And then I've done a couple of speeches recently and I have just fucking annihilated them. And I've left, one of them was like, can you please, please speak for 20 minutes? And it probably went 45. I felt like I was up there for 10 minutes and, and didn't go long enough, like just needed more time. But everyone was engaged. Feedback was insane. That was at uh, a school event, and the next last week I got a call from school from the rector, the principal. Could you please come back and speak to the people that are leaving? We'd love you to speak at our leaving dinner. Unfortunately, I can't because it's on Melbourne Cup day, isn't it? So <laughs> safe to say, yeah. I'm not going to be speaking. <laughs> but then spoke at this business conference on the weekend, and I said to myself, like, what I'll do for those things now is I, I I'm almost tempted, but I'm just not quite brave enough yet to be to say to them, there's a, there'd been a whole weekend of speakers, maybe 10 people speaking, to say, I just need you to listen for this next half an hour because this is going to be the best speech you've heard all weekend. But I'm just not quite there yet. <laughs> but I want to plant it in their head like, fuck, can this guy actually step into that and, and level that up and, and actually do that? But got a heap of good feedback from that one. And I actually said to the, the person who asked me to speak, I said, I've got to be honest, mate, I've been taking this a little bit more seriously and I've been... Um, you know, like deliberately trying to get better at it. And he said, I knew, I fucking knew you'd turn up here with slides and you'd have some shit. <laughs> you'd have some shit prepared That's because so he'd asked me to speak another time and it was two hours notice and I rolled up with slides. He's like, how have you got slides? When, <laughs> But I start with a baseline and I go, cool, here's some key messages and then how can I tell a story? And then, anyway, I was at the gym today and I was like, fuck, enough is enough. I actually know who the best speaker in New Zealand is. Well, in my eyes, who I believe it to be. So I text them and I said, I know that at some stage you're going to be helping someone with some one-on-one shit. I want that to be me. Let's fucking roll. Really? Yeah. Yeah, cool. So that's going to be my one thing. My one thing is that by the end of 2023, I mean, it's it's going to take a lot longer than that, but I know that I've got a lot of shit that I could tidy up and polish and get better at. But you're going to put that extra time that you've got spare and to focus on that one main thing. Well, mate, I've got a lot of spare time. <laughs> <laughs> now that my Tesla tells me when the light goes green, I can take my well. millisecond back. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to build three keynotes and I'm going to stand in one of the in front of one of the best speakers in the country who I know what they charge and it is a fucking shit ton mm-hmm. and I'm going to say, carve me to bits. Yep. If I want to be the best, what's missing? What do I need to do? And then I'll go to work. And... Ladies and gentlemen, that is uh, that is my one thing. Yeah, wow. One extra. Big reveal, eh? Yeah. And we're starting now. So you're just getting a little two-month extra to make it 14 months. Yeah. Well, this person's not around at the moment, so I've got to wait for them to be available. But yeah, uh, yeah I'm looking forward. Hopefully they say yes. They've said, oh, let's talk about this. Mm. Um, but I'm going to have to say to them, look, I think you're the best and I want to be better than you. So that is the journey that I'll be going on and be upfront about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and hey, maybe I'll never get there. But... Uh, that will be my own fault, but it will teach me how to be 5%, hopefully, probably like 50% better than what I am at the moment, Yeah, and I can take some of this natural ability and this natural kind of confidence and shit and go, well, actually, 
if you were to perfect this, like here's the pieces that you're missing or the things we need to drop out. So did you always have a natural natural ability to speak when you're younger? Yes, like I can remember the speech, and if my mum is listening, which she will be, the speech that I won the speech making competition. It's like, do you have any of these toys in your house? And I can remember that because I practiced that line so much. But it was um, a bit of a you need to capture people's attention, and that was my understanding from a very early age. Of mm. you've got to, you know, when people teach you to make a video now, they're like, you got three seconds to capture their attention. I'm like, I learned that shit in primary school doing mm. speeches. I'm like, I get that. Like, that's just so simple to me. But I see, and I was so bad at it. Oh, hey, guys, righto. So in this video, I'm going to, you're already gone. That's why I start the videos. The key, you know, I'm practicing with those as well. You know, I've been fucked by a foot long for way too long, and I don't want you to do, be the same, like whatever yeah, it was. Boom. Yeah, Headline punched. What the hell? This guy's getting being fucked by a foot long? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's all that about? Yeah. And that's sort of those little things that I... I haven't like I've I haven't really studied them, but I've sort of naturally learnt them, or I've kind of learnt bits of it. But I haven't. If I solely focus on that, I could probably be a full time speaker. I and think just do that, but I don't really just got, want to do that. You've got a shit ton of reps on the board too, right? And that's like a an underrated thing that people don't think about. Um, what would you say? You've done over seven hundred podcasts now. Yeah, multiple fucking presentations and speeches and all sorts of stuff to schools and business people and all that. All of that adds up to like being able to produce a pretty good product. Mm. Like I was just saying before we hit the record button that, you know, <laughs> my brokers and I've taken them out to meetings and shown them and they're like, how the fuck did you do that? And it's a lot from this. And I didn't, I didn't do and come on this podcast because I wanted to get better at meeting mortgage clients I just did it because I care about the topic and want to make everyone a capitalist. <laughs> but like because of it, now I can flow. And it's almost helped with like the sales part of the role because I can flow a conversation better and keep people engaged. And I guess just talking is talking. But I was never good at it at school. Mm. But I also didn't even like school. Like I'd be in English class and I'd be like, why the fuck am I here? Yeah. The whole time. I yeah. hated it. So that's different mindset. I might have been okay if I had any interest in the topic, but... Yeah, I didn't like it. So I think that's a really good point because that's at school we're learning shit often that we don't want to learn. But now outside, and we're so fatigued, we've got learning fatigue. We're like, fuck, I don't want to learn anything more. But when you actually start learning something you're interested in, it doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel hard. Yeah, it feels man. like, oh, like, this is interesting. It, I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, it took me until like 27 years old to figure out that, that if you just focus on your strengths and only do those actually okay yeah <laughs> and you can do all right like and bef- like there's so much shit i did at school that well i didn't, didn't do it but um <laughs> you supposed know, to do i was school. yeah supposed to do it at school that i just had like almost hatred for with zero interest mm. and then it carried on for a while after school i was doing jobs i didn't like and all of that kind of shit and yeah some of it's character building and things like that but once you can um once you you have an interest in something, the ability to learn about it is so much higher. Yeah, um, being forced forced to learn something that you have zero interest in is really hard. I don't know what it is. There's something chemically in your fucking brain that stops you from doing oh, it. Oh well, I don't yeah, know. It's just pushing back at you, being like, "Why do I need to know this?" Like, yeah, like yeah, I say, so. like keep your Bunsen burners, people. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I do not need to learn or do that. Well, mate, I think it's a really good concept. I think the the key point here is for people to try and just add one piece of 
learning in each year mm. where you just almost decide on something at the start of the year. It could be a language. It could be, you know, your own love language. It could be how to get closer to your partner. It could be a first aid skill. It could be how to change a tire, like something. Pick something real practical that's actually going to be helping you go in the direction of your life that you want to go in and make a decision, yeah. And it's just for you. Yep. Yeah. Just for you. Yeah. And then I think it's a cool thing to do and it's a cooler thing to do than like watch eight series of shit game of shit lord flicks. of rings or whatever yeah yeah game of lord of rings yeah <laughs> and pro hack because we're all a little bit vain we're all a little bit wrapped up in ourselves as much as society tells us we shouldn't be learn about yourself yeah i've got a little note here that says you're not supposed to do that oh yeah, you know society says never be selfish and i was like break that rule that's another pod, yeah? Yeah, it's another pod. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Let's wrap this one up and uh, we're going again.